0: Hey friend, welcome to Spill It With Rios. Whether it is morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world listening in, we are all about keeping it real. My name is Nerissa, and I'm so excited that you are here. I want to take you on this journey where we sit down and talk about tips on how to achieve your goals while living in the moment and taking those tools to strive forward. So without further ado, let's dive right into it happy sunday um well this is actually out of character of me because normally i would have something written down to talk about i'm not gonna lie i actually had this episode particularly recorded and had everything that i wanted to say i was done this episode was completely done but after a few meditations and some conversation with myself and um just to think about what I want to say in this about this topic I decided let's re-record this. So today's episode we are going to be talking about avoiding the sidelines in a blended family and how to navigate around it and what can we do as step parents in particular to avoid it and better ourselves to in this personal growth journey a big reason why I don't want to go on script and I think I might start doing this more often not go on script is because I feel like this topic in particular needs to be more authentic and I feel like as much of a hard conversation it is to be on the sidelines i think it needs to be this needs to be talked about in a more raw state so for those who do not know um quite where i'm going with this when i say avoid the sidelines let me break it down first and explain that when i say sidelines i mean that you basically get put to the side um you'll be seen as unimportant um irrelevant um all the negative words that I won't continue to say. But um, the outcome of being on the sidelines is very challenging. The outcome of, out of it is um, raw, all the emotions, to summarize it for the most part. To simplify it a little bit more, I'm gonna kind of use this analogy. So, for those who know the game Lockout, um, I don't know if anyone's ever played this in the playground, but Lockout. Is a game where kids, um, you would form a circle by interlocking arms, and there's one person on the outside. The person on the outside would attempt to basically infiltrate and get the and to just basically get in the circle any way they can. Um, but the more the outsider attempts to pry their way through, the more the circle bands together to basically keep that person out. Um. That's how step-parents sometimes feel when they enter a new family. The bio-family would already have formed interlocking bonds, blood bonds basically, to be more technical. So for step-parents, it's more hard work for them to step into the circle. I feel step-parents work hard to step into in the good graces of the children, he or she may be aided by the biological parent who also want the children and the step-parent to get along and mainly this bio parent is probably the partner of the step-parent of course but despite the cup uh, the, a couple's efforts to influence the children to comply um there will always somehow be ways that the step-parent can still feel pushed out of the family circle so for all my step-parents out there um let me know have you felt like literally the game lockout um i've never played the game but just from seeing how the game is played that's literally the best i think analogy or metaphor whatever one it is in regards to how step parents come into a bio family for any bio parents listening in to this podcast whether you've gone through this situation already with your partner the step-parent or are going through it right now or haven't even crossed this bridge yet um i'm gonna definitely say kudos to you guys because it's a lot of hard work i'm gonna say hard work it's a lot of basically you're getting your hands tied with a lot of lives all at once um so for instance like there could be I'm not saying all couples are like this Um, step parent and bio parent bio parent may not understand how the step parents perspective is like only because their focus are on their kids and their relationship with their partner their life with their ex is basically no more except when it involves the kids so for those who have a basically genuine connection with each other in the family, in the blended family. You guys are all blended. Everyone gets along. That's honestly very ideal. And um, it's sad to say that there's more blended families out there. It's, it's a shame that some marriages or relationships don't work and the kids are in the middle. But also, it's kind of starting to become more of a norm where there is a third and or fourth parent involved with their stepdad or stepmom and all that jazz but what not many people understand are the behind the scenes of the step-parent perspective, I'll, I can say for the most part. At least from my experience, I can relate more on a step-parent level versus a bio level because I'm married and I have a child myself and I have stepkids. But I can say for a fact that um, there are couples out there who make it work and there are blended families out there where there obviously will be tension, will be conflict that can be avoided but whoever the high conflict person is refuse to let make it work. Does that make sense you guys? Like I'm visualing myself talking to somebody in front of me as if we're having a conversation but I have my computer here with my mic and my earphones looking at a window while I record this wonderful episode I really like this topic too which is why I'm more passionate about <laughs> speaking and babbling and all that jazz which is why I it gives me the segue in regards to avoiding the sidelines um, in a more perspective I should say perspective as like a step parent one of the most common things I've heard as a step parent myself, from I guess from others, is the sense of loneliness in the experience and how they spend time with, I'll put in quotes, their step family. Partners are surprised to hear this because they'll wonder, how can you feel? They'll say this to the step parent before I continue How can you feel lonely when you're spending time with my kids and me? And this is true because remember, the parent, the bio parent, Will not see that perspective. They see that everything seems okay, but if it's not communicated to them, how are they going to know and help the step parent navigate their way and with their feelings or with a given situation in a sense? I love how communication is key in a blended family because it gets so much. Of the hassle put to the side um, I will say for myself I do not feel like an outsider I feel like with the six of us we are very very well blended to a, an extent and I love it but what I will speak about is this perspective of bio parents and step parents who are partners where the bio parent doesn't understand that many step parents feel as if they're standing on the outside looking in at an exclusive club to which they can never gain the membership. <laughs> this quote club has an already established intimacy resulting from thousands of shared experiences over time. And basically, seeing that intimacy between the kids and bio parent, and then obviously the kids and their relationship with the bio family. The step parent feels some sort of pain in an emotional very very deep emotional level. One thing I want to point out as one little tip is while a step as parent can feel like they're the outsider and it it will hurt every here and there just please remember usually not personal. I know it's something small but that's something that I feel that when it comes to this point in a bl- the family, never take anything personal when it comes to that aspect. What I love about our family is that our dynamic in our, with my husband and I is me and him are a team. After that, we navigate our way as a team to basically parent our four kids together. And as a step-parent, I do understand that there are going to be times where it needs to be bio dad and bio mom when it comes to my three step-kids. And honestly, though a per- perspective of a third party, I can see, oh, Narissa's put to the side. No, I'm not. I'm bonus mom at this point. I am still a parental figure. But when it comes to my three step-kids... And it needs to involve both bio parents. I'm this basically more of like the support from my husband. So on one side, it's bio mom for my three stepkids. And on the other side with bio dad, my husband, I'm there with him, supporting him. Because even though the decisions between bio mom and bio dad, my husband does not make me feel left out. So... Your stepkids, I'm going to talk to you now, my f- lovely friends. Your stepkids are in the habit of engaging with their parents, both mom and dad, not with you, especially in the beginning of, if you're in the process of the beginning of a step family, whether you're the girlfriend, you're the fiance, or you're the wife or husband. If you tell yourself the reason your stepkids don't initiate conversations with you because they don't like you you're gonna be in for a lot of pain i'm gonna just bluntly say that to you why do i say that you it's because you're gonna you're self sabotaging yourself and you want unity on the front of whoever your partner is for the bio parent. whoever bio parents your partner that's your partner so whatever happening on your side stick to that stick whatever plan you have with your partner And yes, your stepkids are your kids. You are not replacing anybody, you're just an additional blessing for the kids. Another tip I wanna point out, um, and this was told to me by a friend that they felt like they had outsider syndrome. And I never knew what that was because sometimes I do put myself, self-sabotage I will say, but I would, I've never really felt like an outsider um, in the family. What I do understand in regards to outsider syndrome for step parents is not having a close relationship with your stepkids. They may feel like strangers to you in the beginning. So of course you're going to feel a little out of place when they come over or suddenly things feel like they revolve around this person and you don't have a connection with. It's important to actually spend time with them your stepkids get to know them find something that they are passionate about or an activity they love doing because let's face it kids are still going to be kids each child in every family is different they all do not have the same similarities and differences it's like one of my kids likes anime the other like marvel and others like Beyblade. Some of them like horror movies versus comedy movies. Some like to stay home versus others just want to get out just to get out of the house. So you hear the confidence and the babbling mom that I am right now is because I got to know my my kids. Find an activity they like or do something together that they like to do. The less of a how did somebody said? The less of a threat you are, the less of an outsider they're likely to treat you. Time with your child is so important. The kid will unintentionally form a bond with you and for- build trust with you as time goes on. Something else that I also realized, to avoid being an outsider, and I think this would resonate with a lot of you guys, and that tip is to... Deepen your bond with your partner. We all seek validation, appreciation, and importance. And that all starts with the bond we have with our partner. Make the most of those days that you have together when you don't have the kids. And when you have the kids, be intentional about carving out little moments that fill up your <laughs> your little love cup so your cup won't become empty so quickly. One of the big things lately that both my husband and I have been noticing and focusing a lot on are our love languages. So his love language, from what my perspective between the top two, I should say, are words of affirmation and quality time. Mine is like physical receiving gifts and quality time. Now that I'm not saying that the five love languages in total but all five are not present in our relationship no they're all present it's just that obviously and um let me know which what are you what's your love language because everyone has a different love language like a solid main one and then it, it kind of goes down the totem pole in that aspect anyway it really focus on the love language even if it's just like five minutes at a time on the days you have the kids uh, like For quality time, it's watching late night TV. So right now we're currently watching a new show on Netflix and it's like a good hour to ourselves. Those small moments become very significant moments for both myself and my husband and for you and your partner. Because those significant moments will create deeper connections that will last in your relationship. Also, side note, I'm not just saying this like as a dating advice, heck no. I am not good at giving dating advice. I like to give and share experiences, and like I said to you guys, I wanna be as real and transparent with you, which is why this is from what my experience, but whatever I have and whatever I can share with you guys, I wanna see what you guys can take away from it. So, so far we talked about understanding not to think take things to heart or too personal um deepen your bond with your partner which is what we just talked about spend some time with your kids and lastly don't give up on what you love The more you dilute the person you were before you became a step-parent the more outsider syndrome or an outsider in general will just tear you apart like if your identity and self-love are already fragile It's more likely to be eroded by insecurities and feelings of being left out. And listen my homie, I do not want that for you at all. Don't give up on what you love. One of a step-parent's best weapons against outsider syndrome is self-care. I can't express that enough. Self-care will give you self-love. Work hard to be the person you were before you met your partner. And the person you were when they fell in love with you. Because that's the same person. Why do you think your partner fell in love with you? Why do you think your kids love you? So if you can't you give yourself self-love, how can you love your family like that? Oh man, think about that. That's deep. If you can't love yourself, how can you love your partner just as much? Damn. Just saying that gives me major chills, because really, you need to give yourself self-love. Self-love is super important. If you don't love yourself, how can you love somebody else? Listen, I'm not saying that just to be mean. I want to say it bluntly to you because that's what a loved one would say. That's what someone that cares for you would say because I want you, friend, to love yourself. I want you to love your partner just as much as you love yourself. Nice little summarization is basically to choose love. And I feel like to avoid being an outsider, to avoid the sidelines in a blended family, it all comes back to love. So let's recap. We would spend some alone time with the kids, both bio and stepkids together. Um, doing basically nothing and anything, whether it's their likes or you just take them out. Any, just the simple things, nothing too fancy. Deepen your bond with your partner. Listen guys, I can't stress this enough when I say always have that alone time with your partner. Even if it's just for a couple of minutes, it does you wonders. You don't want to take things personally never take things personally we struggle with that one and just always remember to it's not you it's not personal it's nothing personal and lastly love yourself don't give up on the things you love and don't give up on loving yourself my homie my friend I believe in you you got this always remember you have a good support system right there right by your side and you know who those people are and just as I said already never forget to love yourself thank you guys for listening thank you so much for listening in if you enjoyed this episode it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or share the episode on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting the message out. I'm humbled and grateful to be on this journey with you. So until next time, I'll talk to you again soon.